What up, yo? In other words, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're at. Can you hear me? Give me a thumbs up on the screen. Thank you. So the title of the talk today is uh, Relationship with the Teacher. And as I said, after at the end of the uh, monk, uh, student, uh, student monk's uh, talks yesterday, I said I would also respond to questions on the, on the 10 Bumis corresponding paramitas, although I'm not, not really, I've studied that. I think the first time I read about that was in 1974, the uh, Vajradatu seminary transcripts uh, from the second, I think it was the second seminary that uh, Trungpa Rinpoche held. I didn't understand them then, I don't understand them now. That's why I had you guys study them, a lot easier. Uh, so though I have read them a lot, I'm really interested in them, but they tend to go different directions and they don't, as you, I think you all ran into, you monks, and into that they're not all that uh, clear. They can be somewhat helpful just because anytime you're studying the Dharma, it's helpful. First, I'll talk a little bit about something that came up in that area a couple of times, uh, the way uh, students of mine address their relationship to the teacher. Seems to be in some with that with everybody is pretty strong, but it's uh, I, I'm gonna I would like to help all of you not get not get confused about that if I can is uh, and that's to say that the relationship to the teacher if you're a monk might be different with other other dynamics, but if you're if you're a monk that that really pretty much needs to come first uh, if you're you're married or in a relationship, that doesn't mean you're eliminating your partner. My goodness. But I'm saying to use the conventional image that everyone will recognize is kind of like if you're married, uh, you don't get rid of your father. Uh, a little bit different. So it's a little bit more like uh, a Dharma teacher is more like a mentor or, or your father or someone who is a, who maybe understands something a little bit better or a hell of a lot better than you do. So if you're gonna practice this, and especially if you're gonna sew a robe and become a monk, um, in our lineage or in our, and at least in this order, you can get married. You can be in a relationship. I would even encourage it. If anybody asked me, I would say, of course, be in a relationship. No, we're not, we're not going to a mountaintop somewhere and isolating ourselves. The first social distancers were Parivajikas, mendicants, monks, people who wanted to prioritize a spiritual journey, understanding deeply what it is, what it even is to be a someone who's alive sitting on a log or a rock. Instead of <clears throat> taking that for granted and buying into the conventional grasping, rejecting, shutting down of society. I like this. I don't like that. That's good. But we need to stay away from that stuff. We need to get more of this. If anybody's looking, nobody's looking, let's take it away from them. And there are other ways, there are many ways of taking things away from others, really called stealing, but sometimes because ever, because human beings are so smart and so cagey and so strategizing, they'll figure out ways to, it's sometimes called white collar crime. They'll figure out ways to take things away from you and make it look like you're not doing anything wrong. Just look at big corporations, big business. You know, it's pretty tragic, 
But I don't know of a way that you can bulldoze your way into that and just change that whole thing and make everybody respect each other, make everybody, everyone take care of each other, even a small family. Uh, there's there's uh, any of you who have uh, uh, who've been in a family, especially where there's quite a few siblings, there can be can be a lot of warfare. There can also be a lot of cooperation. There can be a little bit of warfare and, and uh, a little bit of cooperation. It can just go any number of different ways, depending on everything, not just depending on the mother and father, but depending on the karma that those young people bring into this lifetime with them. I'm sure you've noticed if you have two brothers, two sisters, a sister and a brother, you'll notice they're, they're nothing like, they're the same. They might look a little bit alike, but they act differently. Fine. Find out. Find out. Find out. Don't, don't believe anything anybody says, including me. I'm here to help you look deeper into your life, your consciousness, your you're showing up here as a living being, apparently, in a three-dimensional, that's the big illusion, world with apparent time, tick, 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 and space. What's a good one for that? Whoosh, yeah, space, lots of room, lots, way too much room. It's called what? It's that agoraphobia, too much room. When you go sit down, hold still, and go into the mind, that's what you begin to find. There's not only the room out here, looking up into the sky and seeing, you know, measure that. You wanna measure something? Measure that. Somebody's trying somewhere. But if you go into the mind, what's the conventional word for that? Fathom, fathomless. Fathom is how they measure uh, water. How many fathoms in a bathtub? <clears throat> so there seems to be, there's come up since the talk yesterday, it's come up a, a couple of questions about especially the way uh, uh, Chazan uh, talked about the teacher, the way Sokaran talked about the teacher, pretty strong comments, accurate from their point of view, but it doesn't mean that you have to somehow uh, come up and uh, be all lovey-dovey or devoted to the teacher. It's not, that's not the idea. The idea is you give the teacher the benefit of the doubt. And then if you need to, you might be more and more and more magnetized by that teaching person, not necessarily this guy, any kind of a teaching person, but in particular, someone who is teaching the spiritual path, pointing out the fundamental nature of what even being a living being even is. Is there such a thing as a living being? Is it, are we actually human beings? Or are we something that is showing up as we, what we call a human being, human society, but yet what this fundamentally is can be anything. If you don't see that, maybe you don't care to see it, then go ahead and continue to do whatever you're doing. If you're on this screen, you probably have some curiosity. If you're in this room, you definitely have some curiosity. So as I often say, I say it over and over, and I'm not trying to chase anyone away. I'm not here to sell you anything. Do whatever you want to do. I'd kind of like to go to Sarasota, uh, sit in a hammock, and eat bologna sandwiches. <laughs> How about you guys? I mean, you know, that's what I would, if I was just going to do something. But I can't. I bumped into the wrong person. Or you could say the right person, the true teacher. Of course, at the time, I was trying to find out some way to make sense of what my, what was happening in my mind stream in terms of passion, aggression, ignorance, hope, fear, uh, desperation, being sitting in the middle of a perfectly fine area 
on a lawn chair on a, at a picnic table on a nice summer summer's day and not wanting to live any longer. 1968. Somehow I managed to not turn off that switch. You may have not run into that, that kind of existential uh, time bomb. So the, the, the relationship between the student and the teacher or the guru, and the, I think the word for a student is chila or disciple. It's very unique and different for each person. This is up to you. It's up to you. I, as if I'm functioning as your teacher, you'll know it. Even if you've never shared that with me, that's up to you. I have students I've known for a decade that I hear from once in a while. Once in a while. And they have their way of practicing, and I respect that. I'm not trying to get you to receive vows or soaraksu or become a monk. But once you do soaraksu, then there needs to be a little bit more of a stronger connection here with this person, this sangha, Buddha teacher, dharma, what is being taught, sangha, community. Without those three, pretty hard to do anything except live, have a job, uh, pay your bills, raise your family, go to the beach, go to Coney Island, it's still there. Uh, and then hope that there isn't a war where your children have to go in and die. My father died when I was four years old. He was 26. He was, uh, what do they call it? Defending this country, killed in Germany. But then his, uh, his uh, substitute came along, managed to feed me lots of cornflakes. Yes, it's a bad joke. He worked in, uh, at Kellogg's, as did my mother. So even in the sense of, of someone's father, if I say, if I use that image, that it's like a, your spiritual friend, Kalyanamitra, or companion in the virtue. You're probably going to need that. You're, this is why this is a, the Buddhist path is a warm hand to warm hand lineage from ancient times until now. And it keeps going through different kinds of forms. It uh, shows up in, in ancient Japan and went through various uh, um, transmutations and showed up in Tibet and spoke off into different lineages. And so there, anytime you have somebody learning the Dharma as the Buddha presented it, through the teaching person or the lineage of the school or whatever it is, that person is probably going to work with it in a different way. Just like these uh, 10 boomies. It's almost like 10 people made these statements. Teaching you know, people try to hook those together, but they don't hook together very well. Anytime I've heard anybody trying to, let's see, now this might mean that that hooks to that. Well, perhaps not by studying it. The monks who are here probably realize why I don't use that as a, a teaching form. So let's start out before we go into anything on the boomies, which I've even showed you how much I know about them. I've even printed them out here. I actually had Unyo do it because I don't print. 10 boomies, 10 parmetas, and the ones that are, I didn't print everything down here, but and some of them I'm familiar, some of them I, I use and I mentioned, I, I mentioned the first one, and I mentioned uh, the other one, because one is birth and the other is death. And everything else is the lifetime. 
simple way of putting it. Probably haven't heard it phrased that way before, but if you have, then that's probably where I stole it from. Questions about the teacher-student relationship, student-teacher relationship, especially from those people that were having a difficulty with uh, um, with their whole understanding of, well, you know, how much, uh, you know, should I really trust this guy or why should I, how much attention should I pay to my mate or my wife or my girlfriend, boyfriend? And how much, and the way I would say it, first of all, and the way I've said it to others recently, is that well, they're different, different people, different relationship. Probably your partner is just as confused as you are, or perhaps in a different way. So you might want to um, not go too far with that in terms of getting a lot of advice from your partner. You all know what I'm saying, even though you're not grinning. People have their own confusion. Mind your own business. Respect people's confusion. Don't try to change them. Let me start with this gentleman here. Shoto Bowling. Um, my family, especially my dad, expects me to come and help a lot. Down at the, um, how, yes. How, as, as a monk, how should I relate to my parents? Do something, do something but, but don't necessarily let them take over and be careful of the guilt feeling. Because that's what parents use. Everybody uses that. They'll try to make you feel guilty. I have five children, I think, last I counted. You could ask them if I make them feel guilty. You know, it might be the other way around. They don't succeed, but it might be the other way around. Right, guys? Well, they're not watching, so I don't have to worry. Well, maybe one of them is, but he won't say anything. <laughs> but I know... Uh, when I look at it relatively, I don't communicate with my family, nieces, nephews that much. Is that yeah. something I should do? No, no, no. Do what you're doing. They have their life. You have your life. If they, they're interested, they'll stay in touch with you. Sometimes if they hear you're, you're a prisoner, and what is it called? A prisoner of Zen? No, this is a prisoner of Zenda. Yeah. Prisoner of Zendo. Yeah. That one. They hear you're the prisoner of Zendo. And they're going to want to talk to you. Just, just light touch, just do a little bit, but don't go overboard and watch out for the, for the guilt or shame or pride of being a good son. The cultures have got us all. This is why they call them leavers of home because if you couldn't leave home, unless you had some kind of a structure or form, because otherwise you're abandoning your family and the, the family is all tied up in the family business, running a, a whatever, a shoe store, a grocery store, and they want your help because they, they're trying to get somewhere, making money, being secure, which is a good thing to do. But quit people quite often out of fear of turn that into the, the whole thing about life. Well, you got to get a good job and you have to support your family and you have to send your children to school. And there's a, well, you, we all know about that. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying there, there's other things you could do with your lifetime, if you might call it yours. More. Yes, sir. She's on bowing. I had two questions. The first one, when you said the teacher comes first, and, and you were, my understanding was in reference to monastics, particularly. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, what does it mean for the teacher to come first or come before yeah. other relationships? It's different even with monks or monastics. It's, it's just, you know, especially 
someone who any anyone that I've ordained knows that I've tried to stop them. I mean, I haven't refused so much as I'm saying, just don't do this unless you have to. You can continue to just have lay precepts. I'll, I'm happy to do that. I, if you want to do that, then I'm all about helping you. Someone might say, well, you didn't actually stop me. You know, there's a couple of people that I thought they don't need to be making this decision. I'll make it for them. Quite often people, and I say quite often, a few times more than you would think, have come and started out with that. I, I want to be a monk. I want to be a monk. How do I do that? So they, they already have some kind of an understanding or connection with this uh, spiritual path. But I would say don't do anything else you have to. I mean that. I'm not kidding you. Don't even meditate if you don't have to. That might sound a little bit odd, but I think you should do what you need to do. I trust you to meet your karma where it's at. The very best thing you might want to do with your karma is pay attention to it. It might be hard to do that if you don't have a, an attention strengthening practice that I call meditation. A lot of other people use that word in the wrong way. It's meant to be funny. Go ahead. When you've taken monastic vows, is there any distinction between monastic and personal life? Nope, <laughs> not at all. So in when we're considering relating to a teacher, is there any aspect of our life that the teacher should not be included in? No, teachers should be included in everything. I mean, except intimate stuff, of course, but should be should be included. And the and the the if especially in your situation, you're uh, you're married to Senshu. She's a monk. You're a monk. You're both students of mine. I, I ordained both of you. We've all been here for what 10, 10 years, nine, nine, eight, nine years, 10 years. So if there's confusion like that uh, about that situation, you should come to me. She should come to me about it more. One time you said that uh, Rumi should be my priority. And what, what, what? how is that different having a child or what is the role of teacher yeah. and monasticism for the you, child? You can do it all at once. I mean, he, he's, that's why he's, He's living in a monastery. I'm not saying you can't have children. I, I, I don't have any pattern for doing this. Or under, but just like with uh, 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 Sokaran, she has a, she has a Ani, and Ani's older, but he comes first in that situation. I, I, that's I think that I've always said that to her. She's, she can do both. I mean, he's going to be eighteen and. A, year or two, a couple of years or something, and then that will change. Is that helpful? Yeah. When you put something first, um, how is that different from doing whatever that demands of you, like whatever Rumi demands? Just be careful of the demand because the demand is coming out of their life, their karma, their connection with you. Less is better. It's sometimes called patience. So wait until whatever the situation is opens up until you can't help but back away, you can't help but go forward, and you can't help but uh, just uh, continue to sit there. Because then it's it's uh, situational. Then you're actually in the situation. You're not operating out of your idea about what you should do. What's a good parent? What's a good Dharma student? What's a good monk? What's a, what's a, what's a, what's a? And it's this all the time we're doing it in our mind, we're actually ignoring something that's right in front of us that is constantly changing. And situationally, it's changing and changing and changing. It looks like uh, change in it. And it's sometimes called impermanence. More. Jeez, am I, in what ways does the teacher's insight come over or before our preferences? I'm thinking of 
if you say to do something and I think, well, I'd rather do it this way, or it looks this way to me, um, what is the responsibility of the student to what the teacher is requesting? Yeah, well, you, I try to say, we can talk about it. You know, it's no, I don't know, I may say things that look like direct orders, but there's probably not many of them. Some, uh, one, uh, when I do that is I can see that this needs to be done. And uh, the way in which I'm gonna include you is you're gonna do this. Uh, but if you if you argue or say, I don't think it's a good idea, I don't think it's a good idea, well, let's talk about it. And then I may not give you reasons other than we need to do this. So like we're talking about real estate when it comes to things like that, it's a big decision for anybody. We're gonna buy something that we don't have any money to pay for, like we're looking at this house next door. We need to buy that. Uh, no discussion. We're buying it. And I don't know how we're gonna buy it, but we're gonna buy it. And so that 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 doesn't we're not taking that to the 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 council or whatever more. In some sense that makes it harder that you don't tell us what to do. You don't say do this. Um yeah. so how do we it just feels like that needs to be related to differently than if if one of my Dharma brothers or sisters made a request that it coming from a teacher, even though it's not a demand, should we relate to that in any different way? Give me an example. I mean, I, I realize I hear what you're saying, but can you give me some example? <laughs> that one time where I wanted to paint the, the roof pink. Yeah. And I said, but what do you guys think? And you said, all said no. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, we won't do it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's other examples that are, that are like that, that we, that we do together. It's not just because I really know what we're going to, we should do, but I'm going to include these poor children. It's not that, no, I want to include <clears throat> you and everyone else. I do do the same thing with, with Union, with everybody to include. More? I don't think so. Thank It'd be you. great if you had more of that, because I, I don't know how to elaborate uh, more. If there is that desire to strengthen the connection with the teacher, what can be done? Well, I think anybody who's fully ordained is doing that. It might not feel like it. You might not be getting a credential of how well I'm doing, but you're doing it. You live in a monastery. You, you put in uh, 20 to 30 hours of practice besides your job every week. You personally, other people don't do that. Some people practice a lot less. And don't even live in the monastery, have not received vows, don't need to receive vows. That's their business. I, as I say, said hundreds of times, I meet everyone where they're at. And that includes the, the guy at Tractor Supply. I don't immediately tell him that I'm a Buddhist monk. Meet them where they're at and, and meet them the way in which they see you rather than presenting yourself as something else. So same thing with the teacher. Meet the teacher. Uh, the way you see the teacher and the way you see yourself. So Bowing. Go ahead, Sokaran. Does relating to the teacher as other differ from relating to your partner as other? Bowing. Well, the, it depends on the relationship of the partner. In your situation, you're in a relationship with another monastic. So it's going to be it's going to be situational. It's different, but as much as you can in both directions to receive. <clears throat> don't don't teach your your partner. Don't teach your teacher, but try to receive as much as you can. Get your cue 
or clue or whatever from the teacher, the way the teacher receives. There, there's no, you can get, you can get confused about, you know, we all start out confused about uh, me and them guys, uh, like a roomie still can't figure out when he talks about, he, he, if you feel a certain way, he, or if he feels a certain way, he calls himself you. And so and quite often young children will, because they're not really sure about who's who. Uh, and later on, much to our dismay, we learn there is somebody else. <laughs> but for the, to start with, it's just a little child. I don't know if any of you are able to go back that way in your memory where you didn't know. Uh, what is that? There's something about um, something about Shinola, but I can't remember that one, how that one goes. Uh, but you don't you don't really know you don't have that and you don't really know it at the time until you reflect back and realize that you did have. You, you were confused, mixed up about the, the polarity happening there. So in, I think it's so uniquely individual. You know, you and I have been uh, been friends and now you're ordained as a monk and uh, and uh, your partner's been ordained as a monk. And I relate to him as directly as I can. We've, we've all three of us have talked together on occasion about how this all works. So, but it isn't like, you have to decide who to listen to or what you should, you should receive from the teacher. You should receive from, uh, from your partner and don't add anything to it. Any, any trepidation, any fear that comes up in either, in either direction. I'm not saying there isn't a cause for it. I'm not saying the teacher hasn't treated you a certain way or said something to you have been very kind and loving and supportive, which is easier or been maybe, uh, a little finger pointing or saying, don't do this, do this, knock that off or something. And not had that not affect you. And the same thing with the, with your partner. It's not that they don't have, uh, and it's not that they don't, aren't, don't have their own kind of confusion. So meet it where it's at, listen to what's happening, uh, comment. Um, I'm not going to go into the particular scenario that you're, uh, you guys are dealing with, but there is, but it's not unusual I talk to a lot of people who are in relationships. Most of them are in some form, and it's 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 unique in that it's a particular dynamic, but it's not new. I mean, it's 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 just what it is. That may not be helpful to you, uh, the way I'm saying it, but just just receive as much. Not only receive from the teaching person, but receive from your partner, and then also receive from what is triggered in your own mind stream, which looks like. Uh, uh, some kind of hope and fear situation or um, paranoia or worry about the future or something like that, depending on how it arises. But your first, if I may say it this way, and if, if you're not ready to hear this, then don't hear it or, or think of something else. But when I say that the teacher comes first, I'm not saying there's a situation where it, should, it might not go another way for a while or uh, situationally, of course. We're still living beings. Uh, some people have a lawn to mow. Some people hire it done. Some people don't like lawns. Some people paint their whole lawn. Uh, first, they put cement down and they paint it green. You've heard of those people, haven't you? They're called grass Luddites. Yeah, <laughs> grass Luddite. And the last thing I'll say, though I may not be giving you a good example of it, but you could you could lighten up. Uh, allow the, the difficulty that's showing up. It just, it's just stuff coming out of ancient times and it's showing up here and gives us a stress and difficulty. Further question is, is in order, so Grant, if you have it. Yeah, 
So Grand Bowing, I'm I'm confused about what teaching, how teaching your partner shows up. How does teaching your partner show up, Bowing? Best way to teach your partner is to listen to them. That doesn't mean that occasionally you won't say, what in the hell do you mean by that? Why are you saying that? Right? Not that you wouldn't, but it would come out spontaneously. And there might be a lot of listening, a lot of receiving go ahead of that. And in your situation, as I've told this, I'm sharing a little bit of our of our uh, household situation here, uh, of monks and a teacher, what, nine monks and one teacher is uh, there's no, you don't hide anything from the teacher. Don't hide anything from the teacher. And that because if you can't do that, then why have a teacher? Why not just take your robes off, put them on a shelf and uh, pick them up in the next lifetime? Why have a teacher? And I would say that to you and to your partner. Why have a teacher if you can't? Um, I notice when somebody is, is, uh, is not telling me what's going on. I'm not reading minds, but I don't need to read minds. I am a mind. Uh, that's how I know. So it's not, I don't read the content. I, it's in front of me. Everybody, everybody here, even though I've only met you once, you're hanging out. I see it. It's not a threat. I also respect you. I respect that you, uh, if I, I had, a, I had a, an incredible teacher who respected me. Both of them did in different ways. They trusted me to live my life and train my mind. And they helped me as much as I would allow, which wasn't much. I didn't move in with either one of them or live with them, or nor did I become a monk. More, Sogren? Sogren Bowing, I have one more question. Please. Does the karma of two people together as your student somehow change an individual's karma bowing you can't causes and conditions you can't you can't agree with them and you can't fight with them you're you're pretty much uh what did i what did i say to uh somebody i think it was nate i told him i can't say that though on on tv so but i told him he was uh what's the other polite word you're screwed pretty much screwed and if you think you're going to get away with something you're not i'm not saying that it'll your your uh uh, something won't happen in this part of your life, but in the postmodern part of your life, it's coming. It's coming around the bend. So anything you do, anything you touch, any movement you make is uh, is uh, uh, actively promoting or participating in a karma or dependent origination. And so the more you can be clear about who this is, then any movements that come up are are synchronized or coordinated or are supportive of people of of anyone who is obscured or suffering is supportive of their well-being without you even knowing you won't get credit people won't give you a a medal but at least you won't be making things worse for people this is a trump rinpoche once said you may not attain enlightenment but you'll you might stop being a nuisance what does he mean by nuisance doing things that are unnecessary uh, it's unnecessary to see someone in their confusion and go in and correct them we try to uh, bring that forth in here with the forms. I try, I endeavor to help people see that right and wrong are projections. They're inventions of the self-centered mind that wants control and is, uh, is afraid, is fearful of oblivion 
or of death. There is no death. If you don't see it, you'll suffer and you'll continue to chase rainbows. You already are a rainbow. You already are. You are what you're looking for. You just keep covering it up out of fear and out of consternation and blaming, blaming that that it looks like I'm feeling this way. It looks like they're doing it. I'm feeling this way. It looks like she's doing it. I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling this way. This is uh, so grand. This is what you're dealing with. And I mean, we could go into the story, but it's not necessary. I'm just saying it's it's fear. It's fear coming from one direction, fear com coming from the other direction. If fear shows up over here, which it occasionally does, because this is a this is like a, a house with no windows. If it does, I just watch it go through. I don't bite. And if, if something starts to bite or I feel like I'm starting to react to something like that, I don't fight with that. I don't kick anything out to try to build up some kind of wonderful open dimension who has no emotions, some kind of um, uh, enlightened being. That's also, uh, might as well be down in Sarasota eating a bologna sandwich because it's, it's, just, it's just more participation in uh, uh, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance. <clears throat> well, it feels like I'm making everything really clear. Shoka bowing. Go ahead, Shoka. What is the intensification of hope and fear when we become intimate with somebody? <laughs> yeah, that's, let's see now. How do I address that one? What is it? It's the illusion of separation. It's a, the illusion that you were by yourself in your situation. You're a, you're a monk and you love being alone. Some monks like being alone, but they don't love it. And you love it, right? You love to be all by yourself. Am I right? You stepped into it. I'm here. You love it. I mean, because by yourself, uh, you because of your particular style, uh, I don't know anybody like you. It's not a compliment. But I don't know anybody that has the kind of wiring you have. You're very, very unique, extremely unique combination of causes and conditions that arise as a particular living being that I used to be called, uh, was it Justin is your name, I think? Justin? We don't speak about him anymore. Okay. <laughs> I think his last name was Time, Justin Time. Yeah, <laughs> you got here just in time for me to say, that'll be enough of that personal lifetime. You're, I'm, you are now gonna dedicate your life to others. Damn it, you're gonna like it. Well, I, won't, I would put that part in. <laughs> And you have help from your partner. I mean, you, you know, you, you have, have an incredible opportunity to not only live the life of a householder, which most monks don't have, because I think that's what was missing. And it's not that they could have done anything about it. But in ancient times, you, you had to leave home you, because the, you, you couldn't convince the society you're in that it was OK to uh, what, what they call do nothing, not have a job. They don't realize that or ancient India, they did. They they had a different understanding of spirituality. They still have it there. The Buddha was born there, and he, because of the uh, the religion of the time, twenty five hundred years, they they supported the uh, mendicants. They sort of uh, supported people on the spiritual path, even if they didn't particularly agree with them, and uh, they probably still do it somewhat today in isolated areas. So you're you're in your situation. Your uh, your relationship dynamics uh, are uh, as close as you can get to being a householder and, while still being a monk. And the, you're also 
in a relationship with a, another person who was a monk, who was a student of mine. And so you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good situation. Just, just keep going, but you're going to have to, going to have to give this person that you're looking at the more of the benefit of the doubt than you've been doing since you're bringing this up on here with, with not only our, our uh, sangha here, the residents, but with the sangha that tends to occasionally join us on uh, on YouTube or on uh, Zoom. So I'm saying, give me the benefit of the doubt, more more so. You might have to come closer to what Chazan was talking about during the monks' talks of trusting me. You may have to trust me. I trusted uh, Trungpa Rinpoche, and I, I didn't trust Coben. It took me years to trust Coben because I wasn't sure why he was treating me the way he was. I kept thinking of him as an ordinary person. He was not. Further questions, Shoka? How does how can I trust the teacher when I don't know what trust is? What the way you the way you trust the teacher is not to agree, disagree, or look away, but receive. Just receive whatever the teacher says. And there's several things I've told you over the last few years that you still don't receive. You don't actually practice them. You know what they are. And uh, what makes me appreciate your question is this is not so easy for you to do, but you're doing it anyway. You're asking me questions. This is like what we call an open interview. You're having a one-on-one -on -one interview with me, which everybody does. They just don't know it. Uh, having a one-on-one -on -one interview with me and everybody's listening. And they're, they're doing with this whatever they, depending on the causes and conditions that arise in anyone's mind stream. Uh, whether it's uh, Julie or Yuhang or Melissa, whomever it is, it's they're bringing their understanding, their causes and conditions, their conditioning, their idea of who they are, their idea of who their family is, their idea of society, their idea, their idea, and bringing it together with what they're hearing you say, what they're hearing me say, and coming up with, you can't help but conclude, and coming up with conclusions about it. And they may be pretty good conclusions from the relative point of view, and and maybe con conclusions that just add to the, the particular turmoil that's, ha that's uh, happening in their, their mind stream. But this is why you're doing, uh, you're doing the repetition of the Bodhisattva vow over and over and over. You have great difficulty putting others before yourself. You personally. You have great difficulty. You're, you're, you are extremely enamored of your own thought forms. And everybody is. Everybody is. But you've been, you've probably been in more, more uh, in retreat more than anyone here, or at least as much. Oh, there might be a few people that I've not uh, have not reported in to me. <laughs> but you pra you're practicing a lot. You have to just keep going. Just keep going. And and when I say trust the teacher. I'm saying confide. Let me know what's going on. I know what's going on. I can see it, but you don't tell me about it. I just wait and wait and wait. And you don't bring it up because uh, perhaps because you think I don't see it, but I do. Further question if you have it, Shoka. Shoka Bowing, sometimes it seems like those areas are so difficult for me to even see what's going on. So how can I bring it to you when I don't even see it well enough to bring bring a question? 
So I can say more, but I think we've quite, done quite a bit here. So let's let's we're going to have a face to face here in what, three days. Three days. Yeah, we're going to have a, a dokazan on Wednesday. We'll, we'll go into that. And so I think we're <clears throat> we're uh, uh, we're safe to meet face to face. Uh, we've been meeting on Zoom for what, 14, 15 months now. So so we'll we'll talk about that later. Let's go to other questions. Yeah. I have a follow-up question. You often say, don't take your words. And how do we fully receive your teaching? Listen, just listen. Listen, consider it. You, you've been coming. Uh, we we uh, met on Zoom, what, months and months ago? What, six months or something like that? I don't know. It's been a while. Quite a while ago on uh, the evening talk, uh, the open heart. Just listen, consider it. Join the study groups. Excuse me, if uh, there's, <clears throat> I don't know how many are, you know how many there are, how many study groups, but what, what's available? 12, maybe. Probably a dozen, all over the place. Some of them are in a different time zone in uh, Europe, some are in, uh, um, uh, some are in the um, different cities in the, in the United States, but there's lots of them there. I think you can find them on the website. <laughs> Can locate them and find out what the code is and join if you like. Studying a particular Dharma book, one group is studying the 30 verses of Asabandhu, another group is studying uh, the Shobhaginzo of Dogen Zenji, another group is uh, studying the uh, uh, Nikaya. We just started studying that again. So we study all over the place and study Trungpa Burmpaje's writings, uh, or his talks, cutting through spiritual materialism, myth of freedom, and so on. So do that, but just just receive, just receive, and, and consider it, and then train your mind, which you're already doing. As I keep walking on the path, I feel a sense of separation from my relatives, especially with my partner. I know it's an illusion. How how can I look at that? I think it's difficult. That's why those in ancient times would would. Uh, would just leave and just, uh, they were called leavers of home. Uh, monks, mendicants, or parivrajikas, or searchers, some people looking for the truth. They would go somewhere else. And and I uh, I just think we could do this. And so that doesn't mean you have to be a monk or you have to receive uh, precepts or anything like that, but we're just, we're doing it right now. And just uh, stay in touch with them, listen to them, ask them how they're doing. Uh, and if they ask you how you're doing, say fine. And if they specifically ask you about meditation or studying Buddhism, say, what do you want to know? And then just respond to their question. Don't elaborate. Don't, no no adver advertisement. Don't convince them of anything. Take an interest in them. Listen to them. Listen to their complaint about, in your case, about the laundromat or about the, the restaurant that your in-laws uh, are running. You don't necessarily have to go work there, although you, you might. I don't know. And that, you know, take an interest, same thing with your children. Just just be interested in them. Pay attention. Watch what's happening with them without adding on your conclusions, your ideas, your hopes, and your fears. If if you're watching what's happening, you start to have fear, just be with the fear. It's your fear. It might be triggered by something out here, but it's your fear. This is what Choco deals with. It's some, as his, the fear is his, and it looks like somebody else is causing it. Therefore, he doesn't trust, uh, he doesn't trust other people. He doesn't trust other people that are very, very close to me. And he would rather shut them out than experience his own negativity. 
reflect on that. We would rather shut somebody out by finger pointing or shut by somebody else. I'm not going to talk to you anymore because of the way I can't trust you because you went and told Sokazan something. You need to tell me everything. I don't gossip. Nor should you. But you should tell me. Tell me so I can help you, fundamentally help you with it. And that goes for you also, Yuhang or Shoka or anyone else is here. If you even have an interest, you can go off and do whatever you want. Save me the time. Don't you? A couple questions from YouTube. The first from Shane. Did you create a situation for students to arise? Did I? I haven't done anything. I mean the, mean the monastery? I didn't create anything. I just don't get in the way of it. You're creating it. You go away. Uh, I moved to Sarasota. I don't. I don't need anything. I don't need you. I. I love everybody. I don't. I can't find anybody I don't love. It's kind of embarrassing, isn't it? But this next question: Were you magnetized toward teaching? No, I wasn't. As I said, I've studied for 35 years without functioning like this, like a teacher. This, this just came about. I didn't stop it. I, I resisted it for a long time, but then it became just irresistible. <laughs> Choiceless, as I sometimes say, yes. A question from Semi in Portland. Who? Semi in Portland. Semi, go ahead. How often should I be communicating with my teacher? That's up to you. As I said, I have, I have a, a couple of students that I don't hear from very often, once in a while, but they're, they show up regularly, and uh, that would be up to you. I, I would say it depends on the, the, how serious you are about this. If, it just wants, if you just want it to end, I, just, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but if you just want to have a, if you practice sitting meditation, some people can practice that and it'll do, they'll calm down. It feels better. When they meditate, they feel better. Everything goes smoother. And other people need to go further because they, they, they start to unearth or uproot things that they haven't seen before because they've been found, finding ways to hide out from them. And then meditation, of course, uh, it just takes away all the barriers, the walls of the mind, muke geiko, start to come apart. And to, to the self-centeredness, the one who thinks there are somebody who needs protecting, uh, we start to have some fear. So I would leave that up to you. If you're, if you're having, if you need to go deeper into this, I trust you. It's your karma. Your karma uh, will show up and you'll either either uh, uh, receive your karma as it is or you'll fight with it or you'll ignore it or you'll just stop separating yourself from it. And this is that's uh, with the, I just stopped separating myself from what was showing up in front of me. And here I am, uh, a monk uh, sitting in a, in a monastery that was dependently created. I didn't create this. Those of you who were here early know that. I didn't have any particular agenda about it. You brought the agenda here. So, Semi, I would say uh, you should text me every 10 minutes. <laughs> 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 and what I'm saying is silly, but I'm saying, I mean, some people, should, so I do get, some people I get texts from every day, sometimes several times a day. And some of, some of you 
I tell to do that. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't like decide to see who I don't think about it. I just know. And uh, that might sound kind of odd, but uh, it's not odd to me. I, I know. So go ahead. I'd rather listen to what you have to say than say more. <laughs> A question from Ian in Kalamazoo. Ian. What do I do with the places where I'm still hiding out from you? Yeah, just your, if you can ask that question, that means you're looking at it. So you don't have to do anything. There's nothing extra. Don't do anything else you have to. So, and it sounds like you're here. So that's a start. And I, I'm pretty sure that you meditate. So just, just keep meditating, keep sitting. You're a young guy. What are you, 18? What is, how old is he? 20s. Oh, 20s. Okay. Oh, he's an old man. <laughs> in his 20s. No, just take your time. You're, you'll be fine. Take your time. Continue to join the Kalamazoo group. Well, you, I know I see you. I've never met you in person, but I know you show up on there. You ask questions. I think you're doing fine. <clears throat> don't need any, don't need to do anything more than what you're doing. If you need to do something else, um, are we going to show up? If not, it won't. But I won't kind of tell you. I think I've only told one person to move to the monastery. Where is she? Oh, <laughs> she's taking care of Rumi. Occasionally, as I say, it's situational. I mean, I'm speaking of Senshu, and I sometimes I tell this story because I met her up in Grand Rapids. She came to a, she was just out for a walk and ran into a, a seminar that was going on in this building. And well, if you knew Senshu, you'd know. <laughs> just wandered in. <laughs> and then they said, do you want an in interview with the uh, the teacher, she said yes. <laughs> and then she came back and sat down, and we had an interview. And I, and I remember, I remember it vividly. We we're in an outside town, and I said, um, "So, where are you going?" She said, well, "I don't know. I might, I might go out to, but I might not. I might stay here, but I might go to Washington. It was Washington? Yeah, I might go out there. And uh, is she watching? <laughs> Probably. Is so, withered tree? Huh? Withered tree? Is it withered tree? Yeah. The the meditation group in Grand Rapids. I think it's still there. And so, and I was invited to come there and teach. So that's been what, nine years ago, eight, eight. eight or nine years ago. So, but she's the only work person that I've told to move, move here. And the, I could just see that she didn't know what to do. And yet, and she's just a radiant person, not a compliment, Sanju, but you already know that. Uh, but she is, she just radiates. Uh, but she's also one of those people that, goes this way and goes that way and goes this way. And, and some people think that's confusion. And I think that's uh, Anutra, Samyak, Sambodhi. <laughs> she just doesn't know that yet. You Hong Bao you yes. said this is a awareness practice. Putting something first, does that have to be put that into reaction? No, you could consider it. Just It's not an order. Uh, it's, uh, I would say... Uh, if someone comes and says, I don't know, I don't know, like uh, with the Senshu, I was going to, I'll go back to her situation. Talking to her, I could see that she, ha she had no kind of idea what to do, where to go. Um, and was in the, I was kidding up. She's very, very straightforward and very sincere and very direct. So it was, it was somebody you meet her the, for, the, for the first time, you feel like you know her right away because there's not, she didn't hold anything back, including a radiant smile. And so I said, you need to move to the monastery. 
I think she said, what? <laughs> <laughs> monastery. We have a monastery. You should move there. Consider it. And uh, she had, didn't even have a meditation practice at the time. And I said, well, uh, I think when she left, I, I said, well, stay in touch. And then she did. Stayed in touch a little bit. And then uh, I think it was, it was a year later. Then she said, I'm ready to move in. So she moved in. And then she married. Well, didn't she marry you? No. <laughs> married Chiazan a few years ago. So don't. So less, less is better. I, I really mean that. Uh, you know, just hold still, sit. That's. I would say more sitting is probably uh, good. Sit down, hold still, watch what moves in the mind stream. You combine. If the fear is myself, how how do I work with that? Just just keep including it. Don't abandon the fear. Don't go away from the feeling of the fear for what caused it. That's a trap of uh, uh, dependent origination that, that looks like something's actually occurring. You need to stop or start or ignore or do something with. You don't need to do anything with anything. Jason Bowen. Go ahead, Jason. So I've noticed that I find that some of your instructions will contradict with other, when I try to put them into practice, contradict with other instructions you said. And I can give you an example if you'd like, but I'm trying to, I would like to know how to work with that. Give me the instruction. Give me the example. I'd love to hear sure. that. Sure. The example that I'm thinking of specifically is um, you said earlier, so someone, um, when you're dealing with other people in your life, meet them where they're at, meet them how they see you and how you see yourself. But then you also talk to people like you were talking to you, Hong, about just receive, you know, do the 90-10, just receive, don't add, don't, don't elaborate. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I didn't use that tone of voice. You're adding the tone of voice in because you have an idea about what that means. And you are actually fluffing that up in a certain way uh, so that you convey a certain kind of consternation about what I'm saying. So leave off the consternation and tell me what I said. Okay, that's okay. Um, just don't yeah, just receive. Yes. Don't, don't elaborate. Um, take it in. <laughs> Those are some of the things I remember. I I don't remember exactly, but I remember. I so, know. And that's what I'm saying is you're remembering. You are my friend, my friend. I hope so. My friend, you are remembering what you thought I said. You're not remembering what I said. This happens quite often when people come back. They tell me what I said. And it's not the same. I say just receive. Don't do anything unless you have to. I don't say take it in. I don't say, I don't say take anything. <clears throat> I say if you take something, that means it's not doing anything and you're taking it. Don't take anything in. Receive it. That means it has to ha come on its own. Uh, uh, it has to come on foot. It has to come to you. If it doesn't come on foot, don't you don't you don't have to receive it because it's it's going right past you. Or it's going down the street. So it may sound like I'm contradicting myself. And if you can show me an exact example, uh, I, I probably can uh, maybe deconstruct that a little bit. So you might be able to see that. <clears throat> and I don't know this for sure, but it might be the person I'm talking to. 
if uh, if Ondo asked me one asked me a question and uh, say uh, um, um, just pick somebody out at random, say Eric asked me uh, the same question, might respond different because I see they're different dealing with with their life, with their emotions, with their their mind stream, with interaction with others in a different way. That, so I might talk to one in one way and another in another way. That's what I was saying about Shoka. Shoka's, uh, and it's not a compliment to Shoka, nor is it a criticism. It's just a, I know Shoka quite well. He knows me pretty well, uh, but I'm saying he's a, he's a very unique uh, combination of causes and conditions that arise as, as a, and this is not a compliment, but as a powerful, powerful insight into the nature of the phenomenal world. Powerful. The, the issue that he has with it is he believes it. He believes. <laughs> That's, that makes it difficult. That's, and I'm here to help him with that with his permission, if he will allow me. So when I listen to you, when, when you're in the Sangha here, I, I take it all in. And probably I internalize it all, but I, I'm thinking of it all as, as instruction from you, whether you're talking to Shoka or Sokuren or whoever, like I'm. It's okay. Think of it as teaching. It's okay. So back to my original, I guess, confusion. Um, I think of myself as somebody who does elaborate when I talk to others. And I think they think of me that way too, as, as, hey, he's the guy that likes to talk a lot, and we like listening to him, and and you know he adds he adds a lot to the conversation. Um, so if I were to stop doing that, it seems to me that they and I have actually seen it happen. Like if I if I try to just receive, they're like, "What's wrong with you? Like you're not talking," you know. So there seems to be a. We're, uh, I'm ready. To I'm ready to respond. Okay. Thank you. Just work on it. Go slow. You don't have to. You don't have to starve them uh, to death for your, for your uh, by shutting up so they they start to have you know hemorrhage in the mind stream because they're they're not getting what they want from you. They can handle it. You could actually you could actually say when they say so. I notice you're not saying much. You're feeling okay. I say yeah, I'm good. They say well, you don't you don't seem to be talking as much as you used to. Um, I said no, and you could say well, what do you want to know? Put it, put it right back in their, uh, in their, uh, their basket, and say, I don't know. I just, you seem to be not as talkative, or uh, you, you know, I wouldn't make too many excuses. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them any reason for it. But receive their, receive their um, being a little flummoxed by it, or a little concerned about that. Say, no, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. You could even say, just moving slower today. Anything. You could you could pacify it. In other words, don't don't make it into some kind of thing. Well, you know, I'm training my mind now, and I have this meditation teacher, and he says, "Shut up, don't talk." Ninety ten. So I'm, I've got this rule. See here, and then you have your little scratch pad. See ninety and Don't teach. Teach nobody anything. That's what I tend to do, though. I, I explain like you want some help. Like, this you, is want help. you want some help? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. And when I say that. When I say that, I don't. I don't mean uh, not trying to be um, controlling of you. But you're coming to me with a with a uh, with the questions about it, and I would say try to 
turn the senses around, you could say a way of saying it, to receiving, receiving uh, who's in front of you, what the tone of their voice is like, what they're saying, take an interest in what they're saying rather than elaborate, rather than abandon what they're saying, and then to elaborate on what you think they said. So that, that's what's happening. Your thought process is being monopoli monopol monopolized, monopolated, monopoly. Your thought process is being monopoly by by this and that, and want, you know, and Pasco collect two hundred dollars and and you know buy a hotel and put it over here. I mean, you, you've got all the structures going on about your ideas and so on. It's not a criticism. I'm just saying you have a you're you're intelligent, not a compliment. You're intelligent. And, and you, and you know, it probably is uh, entertaining to sit around for the, for people and, and enjoy this, but you, you can also take an interest in them. What do well, you think? What do you think? I think that they actually, most, a lot of people have told me that I'm actually really good at listening and, and they know that I'm good at listening because I feed things. I like, I notice things about them and I, I, you know, when I go do go to explain, I mean, they also like to hear about me too, but mm -hmm. they, they sounds like you got it going on i mean i yeah i'm, I'm not perfect obviously but <laughs> me either <laughs> i'm close i'm really close <laughs> just a few more days and i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i it, but it is something i think a lot about and that's why i'm bringing it up bringing it up to you oh. because so I do I, think I receive a lot, but I also know I don't. I know that I don't. Give me, give me your basic question. What do you want to know? Give, give me a, a question I can respond to, and then I'll, I'll see if there's any other questions. In so there. It, it, it sounds like what you're, what you're suggesting, what your advice is, is, is to just keep receiving more. Like put that first, I guess more. Yeah, it is. Okay. But don't you know? Again, if, if you don't want to do that, don't do do, do whatever you were doing. That's fine. Okay. Further? I think I understand. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Further questions? Use that. I'll get to you in a second. Yeah. Often when I come to you for advice or for guidance, you'll ask me how things look to me. And yeah. often not very much shows up. Am I avoiding what's showing up for me or hiding it from you? Doesn't feel doesn't seem like it to me. But but we just we you know, this is happening, that's happening. Then you say, what about this? Because you're, you're bringing whatever's happening to me, which you should. I mean, this, you're a monk, you live in a monastery and you practice a lot. So you're, you're bringing it to me. And, but, but then it's a, you know, it's a, then I respond, but what do you think? And then you say, I don't know. And I would say, then, then we look at the, look at it together. Been doing that for years. And then if a, a some kind of decision or conclusion needs to be made. We still, it's very tentative. I do everything very slowly. That's why I've never learned to uh, do long division. Just got worn out. Just quit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept saying, where's the short division? <laughs> this is tiring. Big, long. It looks like, as I've said before, it looks like the continent of South America or something. Uh, Long Division has all this shape that goes way down like that. I'd love to say that. Michael. Should I stop competing with you? Are you competing with me? Did anybody <laughs> notice that? <laughs> anybody notice where Michael's always trying to look better than me? <laughs> I never noticed that. 
So you don't have to stop or start doing anything. The most important thing, as I say hundreds of times, is just be aware. Because if I say do this and don't do that in the conventional sense, a common way of addressing discipline is to tighten up and don't do and don't, you know, like the, that's my teacher, Kobanchina Roshi, when I said, I'd like to take the precepts with you. He said, you don't take precepts, you observe them. And that's what this is about. Just observe, just be aware. It's a powerful teaching and quite often goes unobserved. But you could just observe what's happening in the mind stream. And if you do that, you, you actually, to go into your, your, the, the more direct part of your question, you probably will stop. You just see the competition and you won't correct it. And if you don't do anything with it, it gets its energy from being agreed with. In other words, the reason you do that, why we do it, and an explanation, or fought, or try, you try to destroy it, and it goes underground, shows up a different way. Or if you try to distract yourself or ignore it, that energy is still there, and it's coming out. It needs to be, it needs to be um, uh, one way of saying it is included, but not actively, just included by, don't object to it. Allow, open the doors, let, let your life, don't miss your life. Let things come and go. Get to know yourself. As Trungpa Rinpoche would say, Make friends with yourself. That's a that's a simple kind of ordinary statement, uh, but it has the implications are vast and profound because who you are is much bigger than you thought. There, there's no dimension to it. Who you are? There's no no longer any limitation on anything. Shoto bowing. Um, I believe you said for the monastic, we, the teacher comes first. Yes, the teacher first. Um, when you pass away, how does that show up? You'll know. Just do whatever Uno says. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know, it'll, it'll, it'll work itself out. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to go right away, but this death comes without warning. We, we don't know when it's going to happen. But I would say the, the fundamental thing I can say to anybody, excuse me, is communicate, cooperate, collaborate, be friends with each other, support each other. No, no uh, internecine warfare that goes on in any kind of a mind. It's happened in all of the organizations, the Shambhala organization. I was in it for many, many years. It was, uh, it was difficult, extremely difficult because of the incredible uh, greed that people have for control, wanting to be at the head wanting to be in control of others. Um, Trungpa Rinpoche had his some issues with that, but he also was a uh, he was a Dharma king, and you know have to consider what what everything he went through to even get to this country to uh, help us a little bit. And the whole Richard Baker that all that thing out there with uh, uh, Suzuki Roshi students that y'all got confused and everything and. They want control. They want power. And when people get power before us, before it, the situations actually uh, show up in such a way that they can understand what power is, uh, then, then people get very greedy and controlling and go into right and wrong and I'm in charge and all that stuff. So it does not have to happen here. It may happen. It does not have, it does not have, have to happen here. You could actually cooperate, communicate. Mark, you have a question? Uh, Sharon has a question. Mark, bowing. Um, 
Do you recommend couples interview with you individually together? Uh, for example, if uh, if uh, we have a if, I, if Ivan have questions as a couple, should we meet with you together, Sally? So I, I don't particularly give uh, recommendations on it, but you could. People do that. I'm not. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a. I'm not. A, you already know that. But so I'm not trying to fix you or, or help you in that way. I'm trying to help you see uh, the truth. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm endeavoring to do. And so, if if you wanted to do that, you could. We. I. I do. You talk to people together. Yep. Uh, Mark yes. Bang, uh, Julie, Julie uh, asks, um, yes. uh, what, what do we do with people who want to control us? Bowing. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's so situational, Julie. I mean, if it's somebody you're living with, that's pretty hard. But if it's somebody who's down the street or especially somebody who you're in relationship to, it's just difficult because they're, uh, I would just do it situationally. Uh, if you can, if you can get out of the situation and do that. Um, I mean, if it's if somebody's always controlling you, then that's that's difficult to. Uh, but it's it's so very situational. Um, try to see what what's going on with that, because quite often people wanting to control you helps them. What's really happening with them is they're terrified, they're fearful, and the way they cover up the fear is to extend that out, and they can't control their fear. You know, even though they try, they try to cover it up and they can't. Uh, and so then they, they find something else to do with their time, which is stopping you from a sit down, stand up. No, don't do that. Put that. Up. Don't wear that. Go over there. We see it happen with parents and children. Control, control, control. But people that are not willing to look at their mind stream and be genuine. And that person, that person is controlling you. They need help, too. And the best help you can give to them. I'm saying this uh, would depend on the situation, but is, uh, don't fight with them. Also, don't agree with them. And don't ignore them. So those are the three. So um, if, it's, if it's somebody you're really close to, you just can't get away from. If, like if it's your mom or something like that, pretty hard. But you know you can keep your distance. And while you're with them, be respectful. Um, I mean, even if you don't understand, you can see. I, I can see what you mean. I see what you mean. And well, are you going to do that? You're going to do. You know, I said no. I'm probably not going to do that. But I, I understand why you want. You know, you can be agreeable and still not be. Uh, uh, acknowledge the chain they're trying to put around your neck. So it's, I don't, I don't know the way I'm presenting this in response to your question. I don't know if there's any way to do this without a strong awareness practice because the tendency to go to war with people and with ourselves is so intense. I'm not saying, Julie, you're fighting the situation, but, but something's happening or the, or the question wouldn't come up. I'm happy to, happy to talk to you in private about that if you wish. And if you, if you don't want to, that's fine too however you want to approach it. Take one more question and then we'll, everybody can go do other stuff. See, I didn't even get any questions on the 10 boomies and the 10 farmers. <laughs> that was pretty sneaky, wasn't it? If, is there a question on the 10 boomies? Go ahead. Is that the one you were going to ask me last night? And I said, don't you ask me that yet. <laughs> Save that for tomorrow. Go ahead. Do you remember what it was? Where is he? Is he? Does he remember? Aren't you his backup? <laughs> oh, you don't remember. <laughs> Go ahead. How is busyness laziness? 
uh, because uh, something that needs to be that dependently arisen, something that needs to be done because of it could that would really fundamentally and in a healthy way have to do with not only helping you, but helping the environment you're in, your family, your your sangha or whatever, to be busy with something else uh, could would just be something that would feel, well, this is something I'm doing, so I'm occupied. So it occupies the mind stream with pick this up, put that down, push this, to paint this, um, pick up the nail gun and uh, build a retreat hut. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's just moving the occupation into into some kind of like a good example of that is my my um, my mother, bless her heart. She's been gone a long time, but she she would uh, it was laziness for her to be constantly clean the house. Uh, you, no one would think she was lazy. They would think, oh, my gosh, she just you know, this is a the house is immaculate all the time. And everything was in its place. And she had a full time job, too. And plus, uh, she didn't. I was in a full time job because I, I hid out a lot so she couldn't find me. But her her constant cleaning and everything was was that she couldn't address her mind, didn't know how, didn't have a teacher, wasn't inspired to do that anyway back in the 1940s and 50s. And so it was <clears throat> it was somewhat laziness because she kept filling up uh, that with, with activity, doing this, I'm doing this. And then she could feel like she was she could build herself up into a person who was neat and she had an identity. But the actual laziness would be that she was not willing to really uh, to take the energy and, uh, and the great difficulty that it would take to find out her true, her true nature. So not, not, it's not a, not a correction. It's not like they're bad. It's just that they, they found a way to avoid, uh, actual work that would be helpful to everyone and helpful to themselves and just filled it up with a, a lot of useless stuff rather than actually do the hard work of what training your mind. Yes. Sure. Bye. Um, What's coming up is the Buddha families. And it seems like some people might be a little more active than other people. Mm -hmm. um, for some people, is that movement more in concert with dependent origination? Not necessarily. You mean karma family? That's pretty active. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Don likes to do stuff. <laughs> Unio likes to do stuff. Any more karma family members of that family? Is it? So, and, and that overlaps into others. So all of us go through a stage maybe where we're just trying to keep busy doing this or that. So the, the feeling of, you know, feeling of the self-centered uh, nourishment comes from, well, at least I'm busy and I got that done. Boy, that's a good job. Look, I got all those things uh, put in place or I got that building constructed or I built that wheelbarrow. Did you ever build a wheelbarrow? Uh, not, a, not a very good way of avoiding work. <clears throat> it's it's basically avoid, avoidance. It can be avoidance. The way it was being talked about, busy, being busy, busy, just busy, busy for, for that sake, rather than actually coming over and seeing the actual work that needs to be done. And in our case, it train your mind, but in, it could happen in, in a more relative situation also. Bus, be, keeping busy uh, cleaning your house instead of uh, relating to your children. Get away, I'm busy right now. Yeah. Happens. More. Okay, I guess we can dedicate the merit and move on to greener pastures. May the merit of this penetrate into all places so that we in every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. 
If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.